Lord Jesus. Glad to be here this morning. Amen. Everybody glad to be here this morning? <laughs> That's better. We're all engaged and ready for the service of the Lord here this morning. Amen. Ready to participate and press in and pull on the word and praise our Lord Jesus for he is worthy. Hallelujah. I have found a friend of Jesus, the lily of the valley, key of E flat, I believe. I have found a friend in Jesus. He's everything to me. He's the Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
praise the Lord God. I'm looking forward to seeing his blessed face. Amen. Amen. Let's sing that song, We Shall See the King. There's a blessed time that's coming, coming soon. There's a blessed time that's coming, coming soon. It may be in morning, night, or song before we go to prayer. I'm so glad he found me. Let's all stand together. I just feel like rejoicing this morning. Well, I 
place where gold is pavement. Hallelujah. Praise God. Don't you love them? Amen. Amen. It's just good to worship the Lord. Praise His wonderful and holy name. Maybe we could just sing that little chorus, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. We have a testimony here this morning from our sister Tasha, I believe. Um, she just says, I'd like to thank the saints for their prayers for a friend of mine who was diagnosed with breast cancer. She says the operation was a success. So we want to give the Lord thanks for that. For 
His answer to prayer. Amen. Praise God. Our Lord is so faithful. He's just wonderful, isn't he? Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's sing this together. Jesus, 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 there's something about that sing this song again. Would you just come, Brother Joe? Jesus, Jesus, Father, once again, we come before thy holy presence this morning, O God, being, being so thankful, Father, that we can be gathered in your house, Father, to praise you, to adore you, and to uplift thy holy and wonderful name, the name of Jesus Christ, that loved us with an undying love, that came to this earth to die for us, Father, and to, and to redeem us back into our to-be condition. 
from where we knew you before the, you knew us before the foundation of the world. You loved us with an undying love, Father, O oh God, that you came and did that for us, Father. You gave your life for us, Father, O oh God, with such love, Father, O oh God, that we can't express it enough, Father, at least I can't, Lord, of what you've done for us, Father. We can say like David, you've been with us, surely goodness and mercy has followed us all the days of our life, Father. You separated us from sin and darkness and brought us into this glorious light, the message of this hour, Lord God, which is our strength, Father. It's you, Lord God, revealing to us, calling us out of denominationalism, Father, and setting us into the into your love, Father, O oh God. And how thankful I am tonight, Father, that we can be in your presence to praise you, to adore you, to lift up thy wonderful name in song and in praise, Father. And we ask you this morning, Lord Jesus, as the word comes forth in power and demonstration, that you, O oh God, will meet each and every heart, Father, each and every life, Father, that is surrendering itself to you this morning, Father, O oh God. We have many needs, Father, I'm sure, tonight, Lord. And we just pray, dear God, that you'll meet every one of them, Father, O oh God. Especially as the word is coming forth, Father. That's when we have to reach out, Father, and accept, Father, what you're speaking through the service, O oh God, and to the minister which has set before you is anointed this morning, O oh God. And we just ask that you'll continue to bring forth your word this morning in power and demonstration again. Bless also, Father, the, the taking up of the offering, and we just pray that you'll bless it, Father, and we give you thanks for it. And commit everyone to you, Father, now and for your service in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. seats as they take up the offering this morning. Praise God. We have a special this morning with uh, Sister Angelica and Sister Clement, I believe, that are going to be singing this morning. So if they would prepare to get ready, come out. And I'd just like to have a, a greet a, a young couple that's here for the first time, Brother Dan and Sister Nicole Diaz. Welcome. First time as a married couple. Amen. Praise the Lord. Very good to see you. Very good to see you. Welcome. God bless you so much. So happy for you guys. And we also have some visitors here. Brother Caleb and Sister Jasmine Hildebrandt and their little boy Ezra. Praise God. Amen. Where's... Uh, Samuel and Naomi, and Sabrina. Samuel and Sabrina got engaged this weekend. Is that correct? Praise the Lord. Congratulations. Amen. Welcome. Have a, hope you have a wonderful time here. Amen. God bless you.
breathe the air of heaven where pain is gone and mercy fills the streets to look upon the one who bled to save me and walk with him throughout eternity day when all will bow before him there will be a day when death will be no more standing face to face with he who died and rose again 
the Lord. Holy is the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm looking forward to breathing the air of heaven. Amen. That's a, a wonderful phrase, a wonderful line. Stand with those that have gone before and join with them in the praise of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to invite our brother Tom. I know we've got a choir special and he's going to call on you either before or after the preaching. So we'll just let our brother Tom just uh, do as he feels led. So let's just stand together as he comes. Maybe we can just sing, We fall down, we lay our crowns at the feet of Jesus. <clears throat> we fall down, we lay our
Stand in mighty faith. 
the grave that tried to hide this precious blood that gave me
wonderful presence of God, isn't it? Amen. Could we just bow our heads in a word of prayer as the musicians still play? Father, I wouldn't even be standing here if it hadn't been for the blood. Not one of us, Lord. Not one of us. This would be an empty cavern. An empty room. <laughs> but the grace of God came by every one of our way. And Father, it feels such like an anthem. What can wash away my sin? The great creator became my savior. And so, Lord, we're thankful for a word that is alive in the hearts of your children. Not a memory. Not something of even 40 years ago or 50. Today, that blood still bleeds for me. There's not one of us here that doesn't need the blood of Jesus Christ. God, you sent a word in this hour that that word still bleeds for a bride. And we're standing here not looking to 2,000 years ago in the memory of some man's mind. But you sent a prophet with thus saith the Lord in this hour proclaiming the Lamb of God has come forth to take the book that was a bleeding lamb. So, Father, as we turn to the Word of God, I just pray, Jesus, that you will take the book again. Don't make it letter. Don't ever let it be letter. Let it be life, Lord. The letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. Let's not get this message down to a letter, but let it become a life. Token life in a token age. So, Father, as we turn to the Word, we just pray, God, that you'll take it, speak, and may, Lord, the Word of God find a great entrance into the hearts of your children. We ask it all in the name of Jesus Christ for your glory. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Well, you're standing. I've got some announcements. We can make that after we read the Word of God. Thank you, musicians. Thank you, Brother Ben, Joanne, all Guitars, I think we have the greatest musicians on the planet. <laughs> God knows what gifts we need in this body. And he's been gracious to give us such wonderful gifts. I'd like you to turn to 2 Corinthians, please. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. I want to... Uh, If the right word is to apologize, don't know. Um, this message is more than life to me. I am fervent for it. I love it with all my heart. Sometimes it comes across, maybe I'm strong or whatever. 
but I do want you to know my heart. I want Christ to be manifested and lifted up, and him alone. Right is right, wrong is wrong, black is black, and white is white. And I, I, I don't like the gray, and I don't like the pale horse rider. I hate him. And so you forgive me if I'm straight or I'm to a point. I don't mean it to hurt. If it hurts, it hurts me. But I'm not sorry for it. I don't want to see a dead church. I want to see a living organism. I do believe in praising God. I do believe in miracles. I believe in a God that moves. And I believe I am with a people that agrees with that. I believe there's much more in the word for us. I don't believe we know it all. And I don't want to learn the message. I want it to become a revelation. Too many people have too much gray matter. And they learn something. And they think they've heard it before. But I've read scripture in my short years of 47 years serving the Lord. And I've read scripture sometimes don't want to over-exaggerate, but I'm sure it's in the hundreds of times. And still got nuggets. Amen. This message will have a nugget for you, every, every quote that's quoted, whether whatever minister preaches it, God gave us a message to prepare a bride for a rapture. So without any further delay, I'd like you to turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2. I looked up the scripture this just before coming to the pulpit. I preached on it, and you have Hebrews 10, 24. Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. That provoke is stir up or to encourage. That's what I would desire this morning, that the Holy Spirit would stir up and encourage you in the word. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2. You are our epistles written in our hearts, known and read of all men. For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, and such trust have we through Christ to God word. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, your word is true. And so, Lord, I pray that the author of the word would come behind the word. Speak to us, Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You may have your seats. Wonderful to be in the house of the Lord this morning. It is um, always a great day to me, Sunday, to honor the resurrection and to give our Lord Jesus all the glory, honor, and praise. Brother Henry Waldner's memorial service will be this Wednesday, April the 27th at 12 o'clock noon. Some relatives and family are coming from the colony to be here, so we will have that 
12 o'clock here at the local church. And then there will just be a family gathering afterwards in the fellowship room. We just wanted, the family wanted you to show their appreciation to you for coming to support the family, but they would just like to have some time together. Next Sunday, you've marked it down on your calendar, May the 1st, we've announced um, that we were to have communion service, so we look forward to that. It'll be a wonderful time, and um, that will be at 4 o'clock on next Sunday. You've uh, been very good about registering for the anniversary meetings, for the fellowship night, for the dinner. Been very good. And I'm, I'm proud of you. Because normally Bible Way has a reputation of holding back and waiting for the last moment. And uh, you've, you've all been real champions in that. So we've, we're, we're pretty much full. When the visitors, we won't turn away for sure. But we've kept it to a local assembly, rejoicing in what God's done for 50 years and where we'll be going if God should tarry. And so the 19th of May, Thursday night, will be the fellowship night. Friday evening, uh, there will be a service. And then Saturday morning will be a service. Sunday evening, or Saturday night, a service. Sunday morning, a service. And at 4 o'clock, I believe, the banquet will be uh, announced and everything when we get everything settled. We'd like to thank all the young people. Uh, this weekend we were at the camp and you did a, a lion's share, a great effort. Brother Michael was giving a good report. Uh, we would want to thank you as a local assembly for pitching in and helping so much. I'd like to thank Brother Serge Roy and Sister Elizabeth Waldner over these past months since COVID. Look at our, our pews have been restained, doors are being done. Joel and Mark Matul have been working in the fellowship room. Marilyn and Sharon have been painting a, an, a fireplace. It's just dressing up everything, making it refreshed, and we're thankful for everyone that labored. And if I've not mentioned your name, please forgive me. God saw, you, saw every effort. Amen. Brother Jim, Sister Kathy, nice to have you home. This is your second home. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Nicole and Dan. You were, you were, your, I, I can't know, is that your place, Dan? Was that your place there? Or, yeah, a little bit forward, it's okay. You're only backsliding two rows, right? <laughs> it's nice to have a wife sitting beside you, isn't it? Not nice to see Sister Nicole, nice to have you. Sabrina, Caleb, God bless, or Sabrina Jasmine, where are you? I saw you on that. God bless you, nice to have you home. Sabrina, God bless you, what an announcement. Man, I'm feeling old when... The ones that you dedicate and different things, and now they're getting married, and where's my rocking chair? <laughs> nice to have you all here, those that are visiting both here and on the internet. Uh, God bless you. God bless you. Uh, we've been just amazed over the services in the last little while. God has been blessing us, and will continue to bless us, and Lord willing, not to pigeonhole Brother Tim, but Lord willing, he's back now, and we're going to have a minister on Wednesday night, so we're looking forward to that. And we'll just keep on rolling until we get raptured. And uh, God bless you, Brother Tim. Nice to have you home from Germany. And uh, it's nice to see a wall here, isn't it? Nice to see a wall fortified by the Word of God, men of God, that we so appreciate.
Well, this morning I'd like to preach part three on the precious blood. Oh, the precious blood of Jesus. And what can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And what can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. I believe that if we would just understand and realize the power that is in this room right now, power in this room right now, that God could touch every soul and heal every person if we could get in one mind and one accord, that we could say out out loud, Lord Jesus, let the Holy Ghost reign supreme. And let us be of one mind and one accord that we see the power of God moving amongst the people. We don't want people holding back. We want people to press themselves into the kingdom of God. For the kingdom of God suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. Amen. So there's something in the word of God for you this morning. I believe the same angel of the Lord that was attendant with a prophet is the same one that is amongst us here this morning. And if you don't believe that, you might as well walk out the door because you're hindering the service. You might as well rejoice because my prophet said, the great angel of the covenant who was with Moses in the wilderness, the one who was with Paul on the road to Damascus, the same one that permitted his picture to be taken, the same one that was in Life magazine the other day, the same word, same God, same channel. Wherever two or three are gathered in my name. Is there two here? Is there three here? Is there 200 here? Is there 300 here? Then God can do the miraculous this morning. Omnipotence is here. Amen. I believe it, saints of God. I don't believe we live in a God of history. I believe he's risen out of history. We had a prophet in this generation, raised him out of history. And he says, now, wherever two or three are gathered together, that same one, that same one that took his picture, that was on the road to Damascus, that was with Moses, that same one is here today. Amen. The angels of God are encamped about you. To them that fear him. Do you fear him? That's a reverence him. Do you reverence him? I love Michael's quote the other day when he was talking about those angels that were on the, on the bedposts. But I want to tell you another quote where Brother Bram says, they're standing at your pew. Angels all are here. Jesus is here. Omnipotence is here. We are written epistles. Written and known of all men. We're not a book that you got to blow the dust off that's sitting on a shelf. You're a living word now being manifested before a dying generation. Amen. We're not a bunch of lukewarm church members. There's plenty of them around. Plenty playing church. Plenty of that around. But we don't want that for our children. We want them to see our parents that rejoice in the presence of God. Amen, amen, amen. So now, now, as Paul is writing, we're manifestly declared to be an epistle of Christ. 
So now there has to be a manifestation of that. That, that word manifestation, I'm sure we've all preached over the years, and I'll just help you to remember. That manifestation is to become visible. So God had a bride in his mind in eons of time. And God now was going to make the invisible become visible. Because there was going to be a people that was going to overcome in Laodicea. And you might as well say then, I am one of them. And I will sit with him on the throne. I'm going, I am not just going to be manifestly declared, but I am manifestly declared. I am epistle read and known of men. So then that which was invisible has become visible. When you sisters walk down the road and they look at you and they say, man, you know, you are so weird. What? I'll just show you the insanity. You look at the way they dress, and they call us weird. They will call that which is good evil, and evil good. This day, that scripture is being manifested. So now it was now written in a book, but now it's being written now in lives. It's not a mystery anymore, but it's a manifestation. So now that which was invisible, there was a God in his mind had a bride throughout the Ephesus age and the, and the Pergamus age and the Thyatira age and the Philadelphian age and the Sardis age and the Laodicean age. So the son of man went forth to sow and he sowed a garden. But in this garden, here we are being manifested to a dying generation. So we've come from the unseen to the seen. We've come to, from the hidden to be made known. So then what was once veiled is now unveiled. And a prophet can preach the unveiling of God. Stay with me. He preached the unveiling of God. So then Brother Bram said he's not behind that veil. And he's not behind the veil of flesh. But he says now it's behind your veil. Your veil. So then if the word is in you, then you are a written epistle. You're a written word walking, manifestly declaring God is alive. God is alive. Praise the Lord. And if you're not saved today, you can be saved. Because if you're not saved, you're dead. You might, as well, man, you might as well understand that. You don't come on daddy's coattails. You don't come on mommy's coattails. This is an individual walk with Jesus Christ. And Jesus himself said, you must be born again. And when you're born again, God starts to write a testimony. A testimony, a testimony. Your life is a testimony. He said, don't, don't preach me a sermon. Live me a sermon. The true church, this is your prophet, the true church of Jesus Christ, the bride is likened unto pure gold. Her righteousness is his righteousness. Her attributes are his glorious attributes. Her identity is found where, Nathaniel? Where is your identity found? 
Our identity is found in him. You didn't even have an identity until you came into Jesus Christ. You didn't even know who you were. You didn't know where you came from. You didn't know where you were going. You didn't know what life was all about. But then Jesus came. Amen. Gave you a right mind. You started to understand I come from God. I go back to God. And now I am a written epistle. Read and known of all men. Not just my wife in my house knows me. Not just my children know me. Daddy, you're different than in church than you are at home. No, sir. That's not, that's not true. That might be not a denomination, but that's not the bride. What you are at home, you are in this church. Amen. Amen. So she is, her identity is found in him. Do you want to know something weird? Today... There are 78 gender pronouns. This is weird. L listen, saints. Listen. Do not let what Laodicea is doing affect you. Don't ever give it a toehold in your mind. A homosexual is a homosexual. A lesbian is a lesbian. Can they get saved? That is up to God. Of course they can but do they want it? You couldn't get delivered from alcohol unless you wanted to be delivered. You can't get delivered from cigarettes unless you want to be delivered from cigarettes. You've got to hate that demon. We're not homophobic. That is a wrong title given to the bride. Even a prophet delivered one. One. Not many, but he did. Because he didn't want to be that way. And you didn't want to be that way. Because there was a deep calling to a deep. And God sent this message. Because that was the deep that your soul was calling for. You talk about confused people. Satan has so confused them. So I, 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 I looked it up at the last minute last night. I thought, you know, our identity is in Christ, and I know who I am. Do they actually know who they are? No, they're more confused. Because today he's a he, and then he's a she. And then now if he's not a she, it's an it. And you can't call him a him, he's a they. You talk about schizophrenic. You want to call me a They? How many demons did Legion have? 6,000? Yep, you can be a they and you can be a them. You can be an it and a them. You know what a them is? No, I don't know either. But there's 78 definitions to try and give an identity to Satan's seed. But there's one identity. I am the bride of Jesus Christ. Our identity is in him and him alone. And the messenger came to let you know that you came from God and going back to God. Without the message, there's no identity. 
All right, I'll slow down. So she is found, her identity is found in him. What he is, she is to reflect. What he is, she is to reflect. He was honorable, upright, never told a lie. He was all truth. What he has, she is to manifest. What she has, what he has, she is to manifest. And we say it's manifesting time. And everybody loves that song, but saints, it's become now a reality that we are manifesting the thought of God from the unseen to the seen. Being unveiled. There, are you listening? Everybody. Who's born again? There you go. That's a good confession. He said, everybody that's born again in Christ Jesus has no fault. That's my identity. I don't identify when the devil gets on my case and says, you did this, you think that, you did that. I did not. Then a prophet comes and says, you never even did it in the first place. Who are you going to believe, the devil or God? I'll take God. That's my identity. So he's telling you that there's no fault in you. She's all glorious within and without. You're being manifestly declared. You who have come from the unseen realms have now become seen before a dying generation. You're glorious within and without. That's what God's thinking of you. That's what he thinks of you. Let's start walking it. Walk the talk, Brother Tom. Let's walk the talk. There's no fault in her. She's all glorious within and without. From beginning to ending, she is the work of her Lord. Did you get that? We aren't the work of China. Not made in Japan. Not made in the U.S. of A. We're not made in Canada. We are the manifestly declared. Made in heaven. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. That's right. At that time. Now listen. In fact, in her is summed up and manifested the eternal wisdom and purpose of God. Now those are high thoughts. Those are very high thoughts. It would be good for you to have a church age book somewhere in your home where your children can see it underlined. Highlighted. What a prophet is saying, this is what we are. Through the blood. Now watch. He says, in fact, in her is summed up and manifested. That's fanaru. That fanaru is that which has become invisible, now become visible. So now we are the eternal wisdom and purpose of God. Listen to what the prophet said. How can one fathom that? I mean, it's deep, it's rich, it's powerful. You can meditate that all day. How can one understand it? 
Though we can't do it, we have to accept it by faith. Deep thoughts, very deep thoughts. And yet we might not understand it, and maybe we get a glimpse of it. But even though we might not understand it, we believe it. We are just like the, the, the apostles that stayed with Jesus. Seventy left because the word was too strong. Unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part of me. Seventy disciples left. But there was Peter. Will you go also? Will you go also? Where can we go? Thou alone have the words of eternal life. So Brother Bram said in the healing of God, he did that purposely. You say he did that purposely. You read it for yourself. I can quote it. He said he did it purposely to weed it out. So you'll find the word's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And a lot of people can't take strong meat. But those that are the elected, those that are the manifested, declared epistles, they can handle the word of God. They can handle it. <laughs> now, in unveiling of God to that perfect ministry of himself, not some man, not some denomination, as they've worked down through the age, see, but himself made manifest. Manifest means manifest himself to the promise. Making Luke 17, 28, Malachi 4, and so forth, Hebrews 13, 8, just exactly right. At that time, what time should it be? When the royal seed of Abraham is looking for the promised son, when all types must be fulfilled, and God himself appeared in the form of a human being to Abraham's natural seed before destruction, and Jesus said it would be the same to his royal seed before the promised son is returned. I'm asking you, has this Jesus come to your tent? Amen. Strong scripture. Strong scripture when Jesus said in John 8 and 24, I said therefore unto you that you shall die in your sins for if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. You read it, reading and looking back. But when you walk into the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus Christ is the same. Then if you don't believe what God has done in your day, you come to your conclusion. Brother Bram said in the greatest news flash in history, he came in the form of the Holy Spirit. Not to church, but to the elected church. And we, the church, is to take him to unbelievers. We are the ones that's to let his life shine through us that others might believe. So then we've got to manifest 
that written word that we are of him today. That's what he's saying. So therefore, he, when he shines himself forward, forth rather, through the lives of the elected believers, those who are the elected to eternal life receive him. He said, my sheep hear my voice. A stranger they do not follow. My sheep hear my voice. He manifested himself to his called out and elected church. He does the same thing to the church today. He manifests himself through beings, us, the church, the called out, the elect. Can I say what he said then in things that are to be? I'm I'm provoking you. I'm encouraging you. I'm stirring you. And you are nothing but the manifestation of the gene life that was in God as a son of God. I want to hear a hearty amen on that. Because I don't want you to learn the quote. I want you to start living what I'm preaching here. You are nothing but the manifestation of the gene of life that was in God. Think about it. When you walk down the streets, as Brother Bram said in one old message, he said, the devil's faint. You wouldn't know that, but we had a prophet that could look into that realm to let you know that there is greater as he is in you than every demon that is out there. And you are manifesting a life just as Corinthians has said you have. So now you are nothing but the manifestation of the gene of life that was in God as a son. Now you're expressed after his word has come in you to light up the age. Gross darkness the land. Gross darkness the people. But arise and shine. What to lay to see it for your light has come. Where is that light? That light is in you and I. It's a manifestation of what he is. He's the light of the world. Hallelujah. Then can I say this? And I will because I have a quote. Then the omnipotence of God or the omnipotent one, the almighty God is now veiled in your flesh. Glory. If we could just catch that, saints, we would turn this world upside down. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This omnipotent one, Jonas, that drove a disease out of your life. He's omnipotent. And it's the God in you driving out that devil that tried to take your tent. Amen, Amberly. I believe that God is a supernatural God. Amen. Grace, where are you? You might as well lift up your hands and say omnipotence has come in this generation. Can't have children, have children. Can't be healed, healed. Can't be delivered, delivered. You might as well rejoice. 
You are walking miracles of God. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Listen, we're not going to give the devil an inch today. We're not going to give him a, a, a millimeter or a centimeter. The devil's a liar and God's word's true. Greater is omnipotence that is in a people. Hallelujah. Those things that once bothered you, bother you no more. How many times? Gone to my car. Come to the front. I'm not coming here for prayer. Over the last weeks, number after number after number. Brother Tom, I'm not coming for prayer. You know what they say? We're coming here to testify. While the word was being preached. God healed me. The unseen becoming seen God in our midst. Hallelujah. Yes, indeed, it is manifesting time. The fruits are on the vine. We might have sung that in 1982, but this is 2022. Amen. And now the reality of a song has now become living in a people. Yes, sir. God of this evil age, but in obedience, but in obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. In obedience, this faith woman, come on, who's a faith woman? This faith woman lives by faith. We live by faith. She believes the word because she's a written epistle of the word. Now watch. She believes the word. She's obedient to the word, waiting in love for the promise of the age to be confirmed. Amen. Glory. What have we been seeing these last days? What have we been seeing walking into the church? People not even knowing the gospel. Wanting it. Sister Denise, where are you? There you are. God bless you. Thank you for that lovely email. People coming in. People getting delivered. I say to God be the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Whether it's a Sunday. Whether I don't care who it is. God is dealing with lives. She's waiting in obedience to be confirmed. I want to say today. God is confirming his word in your life. He's confirming it, Gabe, in your life. You talk about a machine. There's a preaching machine, a testifying machine. I think we all should get under Gabe's anointing. He brought a security guard last Sunday. I said, well, who are you? He said, I, I just met him at Cactus Club. He was a security guard. I gave him my card, and I said, come to church. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. She's watching for that confirmation. She's looking for that confirmation. Saints, I want to say to you today, the confirmation is taking place. What are you waiting for? When's it going to be confirmed? Next week? Next month? Next year? You might as well say today. God, confirm your word. Hallelujah. She's watching for it. She's looking for it. How, did you come to church watching for it? Or just, oh, it's going to be another service and Brother Tom's going to get excited or something. Brother Michael or Brother Tim or Brother Murphy. No, 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 no. She's watching for the moving of the water. Come on. We're by the pool of Bethesda. We're at the fifth step. We're at F-I-A-T-H. 
G-R-A-C-E. We are on that fifth step, but nobody could get to me. But Jesus came to me. Hallelujah. Why? He was a manifested, written epistle. Jesus walked through the crowd. He walked through Laodicea. He went around the world seven times. Mm -hmm. Meeting after meeting after meeting. But if you think it would come to Nazareth, Cloverdale, could any good thing come out of Cloverdale? Could any good thing come out of Nazareth? Absolutely. Life came out of Nazareth. Life has come out of Cloverdale. Hallelujah. And saints, this is a fervent love for the things of God. Oh, praise the Lord. I believe Brother Branham. You are so far living in another age already. You're living in 1965. Oh, I might get you to the 70s because that's what we preached on in the 70s and then 80s and then... Brother Briscoe preached a message in 1978, the other angel. The other angel, Revelation 10.1. Then the Bible became a real revelation to me. Amen. Because they were looking at Revelation 10.7. Revelation 10.7. They were doing this. Doing, Brother Brandon did this. Brother Brandon. Finally, we got our eyes turned upon Jesus. And that's what Brother Brandon was doing all the time. I was reading a message and I had things underlined that I haven't read for a number of years. And I said, my goodness, Tom, why would you underline that when it should have been this? What were you thinking? But because this, that was a part of my growth. So what I'm seeing now in Christ is greater than what we saw 40 years ago. And what we'll see if God tarries in another few months or years. Saints of God, it's blast off time. She's waiting in obedience for the word to be confirmed. What more confirmation do you want? What more vindication do you want? Do we need Brother Branham to come back and read the thoughts of your heart? I saw preachers over this last couple of weeks that don't know nothing that I know because we don't talk amongst ourselves. On your, on your behalf, discern situation after situation. And I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm just about falling off my chair because the word of God is a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. And you might see a vessel like Brother Tim, but you're forgetting that it's not Tim's word or Murphy's word or Michael's word or Brother Biscoe's word or Tom's word. It's not our word. Say what he said. And every vessel has a different thunder. Every vessel has a different color of the rainbow. They're presented their way, that way, and that's the way the body needs it. I'm just so happy I'm a part of the body. I am thrilled when you're thrilled. I am thrilled when the preacher preaches and you get moved and all of a sudden... God's moving and people's lives get changed. I'm thrilled. We go home, we talk about it. Look what God did tonight. Don't leave it at church. We take it all the way home. Then you go back on the internet, you see it again and you see it again. Say, oh God, you are confirming your word to your written epistles. She's watching for it. 
because she's a part of that word. She's watching for her life to manifest the word. Brethren, can't you see that? That's your prophet saying that. She's waiting to manifest the word because she's a manifested written epistle known and read of all men. So she's waiting to see it manifest, Billy. Not just the church, but seeing that word manifest in your life, in your everyday life. You forget that Jesus had to sleep. You forget that Jesus had to go into the Jerusalem to get vegetables. You forgot that he had to eat. We, we, we just got him all that stuff blanked out. He lived a natural life because he had to go through all his events in life to be a high priest that can be touched by the feeling of your infirmities. He knows what a headache is. Why? Because that was the flesh part of God. He knew what it is to be upset. He knew what it is to turn over tables and kick them. He knew what it is to be angry and sin not. But we got him as a pious walking through Galilee with daisies between his toes. No, he was the word living in everyday life so that he could know how you live and that when you go through a problem, he understands your problem. He understands the home. He understands the sickness. He understands it, saints. He understands rejection. How often I would have hovered over to you as a hen would or brood, but you would not. You don't think it hurts us when people walk away? They only think of themselves, but they don't think of a shepherd, ministry, that labored their lives, gave it down. Wept much. They don't think of that. Because it's a narcissistic age. Half the times as an unsaved boy, I would do things because it would hurt my mom and dad. Just as a natural boy in the world, my love for my parents kept me from doing bad things. And that was a filial love. And we say we've got the love of God and we don't think of one another? Really? We need to grow up. Amen. And I believe we are. Because she's being manifestly declared. The things I used to say Oh, you want me to say do. The things I used to say, cutting things, hard things. Saints of God, just say truth. If it's true, say it. If it's not true, don't say it. Listen. I hit... I. I hate the idea of a bride being driven by economics. I'll say it publicly. Criticize me. I've never seen Peter 
when he left his ship and he left his wife and he left his work to follow the word. He said, how is this all going to work? Boy, we really got quiet here. God's not interested in economics. Listen, saints, you could have a recession tomorrow that make it the last one look sick. The world, the uh, monetary, world monetary fund, you start looking up. Kim, you're the economist. I'd have them take an economy service for you. Let them know it's on a brittle thread. And you think you're going to go away from it and find some happiness somewhere. You got another thing coming. It's a worldwide And even when you think you got it figured out, you don't have it figured out. I would rather put my trust in Jesus than in my ability. Amen. She's watching for her life to manifest. I walked through the school the other day with the Brother Ed and Sister Ruth. And we saw the pictures of these little darlings that are now being married and you see them from here to here amazing and I said to to my wife I said I'm so thankful that my grandchildren can come to a place where their minds aren't perverted and being taught garbage that the government wants to put down their throat in grade two and grade three But saints, if the devil can do that, we can give our children the word. You say, it's too deep for them. Just give them the word. Give them the word. Amen. She's watching for her life to manifest. She's watching for it to manifest. Brethren, can't you see that? I hope it don't go over you. So he's knowing it's going over them. That's what she's waiting for. No other life will work in her. She can't come to life any other way. Yet she feels it's out there and she knows it's going to happen. Then here it happens. Then she wakes up. And God says, let there be. And she comes forth just like the first Eve. Yeah. Hallelujah. Isn't that the purpose of Christ and Mr. God revealed? So now can I say, let this mind that was in Christ. Can you finish that for me? Be in you. Let this mind that was in Christ beware. Oh, ah, just quotes, Brother Tom. Just scriptures, Brother Tom. No, no, there's got to be a, a de- declaration of it or a manifestation of the written epistle read and known of all men. So it's not just Brother Tom reading you a quote now. It's now a quote being read that we need to adorn ourselves. So let this mind be in you who also thought it to be Christ Jesus, which also was in Christ Jesus, who being in the form. I'd like you to turn to Philippians, please. Philippians chapter 2. I love this scripture here. 
It's unveiling of God and the mighty God unveiled before us. Brother Bram uses this text in a number of places. They identified Christ and so forth. <clears throat> verse 5, Philippians 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. So then, Brother Bram talks about emorphy, God changing his mask. And that every time God changes his mask, as I've, I've said over the years and I have in my lexicon, it says, whenever God changes his mask and God changes, there has to be a prophet on the scene to declare the change. Because God can do nothing until first he reveals it to his servants of prophets. So it, it, it goes, it, it, it ties in, saints. There's some things that you read, you let it go, but there's other things that tie in. So now we know that when God changed his mask and he came down in a piece in, in, in dust, Brother Bram said he took up a handful of dust, walked in it and met Abraham. Abraham, being a prophet, could see God in Morphe. Heir was Job, a prophet. When God came down in a whirlwind, God in Morphe, Morphe in the whirlwind. But it took Job, a prophet, to see God in the whirlwind. True? So then when Jesus came, there was John the Baptist identifying God in Morphe. Then we went back to the pillar of fire. God in Morphe in a pillar of fire. We needed a Paul on the scene to say, who are you? So you always needed a prophet to see when God changes his mask. So then God stepped into a prophet. It was God in a prophet now telling you, I'm changing my mask. It's no longer me, it's you. And thus you hear these statements, she is him. She's in bride form. It's God now in Morphe, and we couldn't know that until Elijah came. So now God is telling you that you are the manifestly declared epistle of God. It's not William Branham. It's God in the vessel. He had to have the prophet. So let this mind that was in Christ be in you who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but was made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man. Now I want you to notice this next part. Are you on verse 8 with me, please. And being found in fashion, found in fashion, that, that is, in the Greek, it's a very interesting um, way that the writer has written this. And being found in fashion as a man. Now notice that word being is hooparcho, if I'm mispronounced. Probably. Being in the form of God, so this being that was now in the form of God, so the Greek is letting you know that this being 
that's going to be in the form of God means he's continuing what he always was. So it wasn't that Jesus just became God. He's just continuing what he was. Where he said, I came from God, I go back to God. So it's a continuation of the form of God, which is the, what he was before. So now, being, being found, so now he's being what he was before, God, fashioned as a man. And that word fashion is even um, very interesting. It comes from the word schema. It implies that someone to whom it's appearing to. So when God changes his form, he doesn't change his form just for the sake of changing his form. He's changing his form so that he can be identified to the elect that can see who he is. Sirs, we should see Jesus. Philip and Nathaniel take them to Jesus. But then Jesus turns to them and says, unless the corn and wheat go in the ground and buy the lung. They couldn't see him in that human form. It wasn't to him in that form. So he had to change his form for the elect of God to see him. Hallelujah. God in morphe. Being found fashioned. Because now he's fashioning himself a body. As a man. Being what he always was. But they looked on him and said, oh, he's from Nazareth. Could anything good come out of Nazareth? He's Beelzebub. They didn't understand him. But only God's people understand the unveiling of God. And only God's people understand the unveiling of God. That's a big step, huh? That's a big step. Ask Tom. Mm. Oh, but you forget. He's appeared to me. And he only appears to his elect. And by that appearing or that fanaru, that which was unseen is now becoming seen. Mm. And now, saints, it's not just a word we hear, it's a word we live. And now we speak as we write names on the board and pray for one another. We believe in our prayers. Do I hear an amen? We, we, we pray because we know he hears us. And has he heard us? Is he a living God? So then God, Emorpha, changing his form. Where is he changing his form? It's manifesting time. I'm not just coming to church to hear about a sermon. I'm coming to church to hear about who I am in Christ. Amen. And put God in your flesh. Oh, my, 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 my. Yep. To some, it's a lullaby story. It doesn't mean nothing to them. But here's my keys. I'll leave them on the desk for you. As one brother said, if you want my car, you can have it. You can have my house. You can have whatever you want. Because I'm going up. 
If this is not real, I pity you. I say, oh God, stir their soul. It's going home time. Brother Bram said, we're in the second coming of the Lord. There's only one hope left for the church. The second coming of the Lord. He said, the world's in a wild pandemic condition, completely out of control. Well, you say, did, did, did Brother Brown just read that yesterday? Prophet. Prophet. You think it's bad now? You wait. You wait, saints. You wait to start to really tighten up. Hey, I, I, went to, I, went to, I went to get groceries the other day with Joanne. It, I just about got blown over. Blown over. Two bags and a case of pop. Diet Pepsi, by the way. <laughs> Megan knows that. Two bags over $200. No meat, no chicken. Fruit, vegetables, and a few other things. Two hundred and some odd dollars. Just watch your paycheck go down. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a better place. Say, there is no better place than to be in Him. As Michael preached the other night, he has never seen his seed baking bread. David said, "I was young once, and now I'm old, but I've never seen his children baking bread." She will have the spoken word. She will be that manifestly declared epistle read and known of all men. You read about a cruise of oil. You, you heard about it. And the meal, meal that was in that cruise, it never went dry. I don't know about these preachers, but I feel like that every service. Lord, just give me a little meal. Give me a little meal. You add to it. You add to it, Lord. Amen. Bless your people. Bless your people. Don't bless the preacher. Bless the people. Hallelujah. Yep. Yep. It's going home time. The world's in a pandemic. I don't know how to even read that word. Pandemionic? Demon is in there anyway. How do you say that word? Thank you. See, he went to school, I didn't. <laughs> or he listened to his teacher, and I didn't. It's a wild pandemonium. Close. Condition. Completely out of control. It's completely out of control. My, 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 my. Of every man-made organization, there were kings can't hold their subjects. Neither can dictators. Come on. This is more up to date than Fox News. Get this in front of your children, saints. We're going to leave. Kings can't hold their subjects. Dictators can't hold their subjects no more. Democracy can't hold its subjects. I think he covered it. From a theocracy, 
Huh? To communism? Dictators? To democracy? It's gone. It's gone. There's no hope left but the coming of the Lord. <laughs> Glory, Sam. Glory. You might not get your next no job. You might not even get married. How do you like that one? We thought that before ourselves, didn't we? Huh? But we got to live under that expectation. We got to live under that expectation. And don't rush to the altar yet. That was free. Thank you, Billy. Completely out of control. There's no hope left but the second coming of the Lord Jesus. It is now the most horrible time for the unbeliever and sinner. I want everybody that's a sinner to hear this real. It's now one of the most horrible times for the unbeliever and sinner that he has ever witnessed. Listen, when they can bomb Children daycares, hospitals, shoot buses with women and children in. That's demonic. I looked up wars. I looked up wars last night and this morning, and the numbers are staggering. But since as far as they can date it, there is up to a billion people that have been killed in wars. But if you want to look up Stalin, Stalin... Russia. He killed his own people. So he said, with Ukraine. No, his own people. He killed over 13 million. That demon has not died. It just finds another vessel. But neither does the Holy Ghost die. He just finds other vessels. Amen. He's living in a church. She's declared before a dying generation. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Horrible times for the sinner. Horrible times for the unbeliever. But the most glorious time. Hallelujah. Because there's going to be a people that are going to take a body change. I'm one of them. We're one of them. Glory. 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 A job ain't better than the rapture. No, sir. A bank account's not better than the rapture. Friends aren't better than the rapture. Nothing is better than the rapture. Hallelujah. It's close at hand. It's a blessed time for the believers. It's a blessed time because redemption's price has been paid through the blood. When he said it's finished, he saw you in the rapture. Glory. Glory. He saw you in your new home. He saw you walking the streets of glory. He's God. 
Glory, 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 glory. Listen, Mennonites can have what they got. Hutterites can have what they got. Catholics can have what they got. Baptists can have what they got. But you give me Jesus. Give me this Jesus. Look at men's hearts are failing for fear. Every time they wake up, Putin goes into a new announcement. A-bomb. Go to work at the water cooler. Talk to Bob. Hey, Bob, how you doing? I want to talk about A-bomb. You think they're going to do one on Canada? Peace. We got no army. We got no navy. We got no air force. We got nothing. So it's snowballs. But I saw America in ashes. Oh, my loving brother, when this world's on fire, don't you want God's bosom to be your pillow? Hide me over in the rock of ages because in him you are safe. Men's hearts are failing for fear. Is there another week left? Oh, I think, I think the news, uh, CBC or whoever they are, CTV, Global News, I don't know. Am I hitting anybody here? If they got nothing to write about, the Juan de Fuca fault is going to go under. They need a column. Oh, it is. It's very interesting. If you think you're worried about California, I'd be worrying about the one to Fuca fault. Say, well, I've never even heard about that before. Well, you're hearing it this morning. You know that Mount Washington on Vancouver Island has risen two inches by the pressure of the two faults pushing up? They said, when that fault... <laughs> they said, Delta Richmond will be jello. Doesn't that sound like a wonderful Sunday service? But I had a pastor preach one day. There was Rahab on a wall. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. There was a Rahab on the wall. Though the walls came tumbling down, there was a people under a token. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory be to Jesus. Listen, saints, I just don't listen to a message to hear a message being preached. I remember what I hear these brothers preach because I don't believe it's them. So when, when a man of God preaches, you say, that's Brother Tom, and that's Brother Michael, that's Brother Tim, that's Brother Murphy, that's Brother Murphy, that's Brother Ed. No, no. You're still in Corinthians. One says, I'm a Paul, one says, I'm a Paulist, one says, I'm this, and Cephas, and some say, I'm this. I like him. Aren't you all more carnal? I think we're in Ephesians. That one went over like a lead balloon, but that's okay. Yes, sir. Horrible times for the unbeliever and sinner. Men's hearts are failing for fear. My goodness, where does the time go? We got all day Sunday, right? You know, the other day, people actually said to me, I thought you were going to have one of the other brothers step up and preach. 
because it was that electrifying. I said, well, don't dare me. <laughs> and those that want to leave can leave, and those that want to stay, stay. And that puts bondage on the people that want to leave. <laughs> so it's a win-win. <laughs> Men's hearts failing him for fear, looking for those things that are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man come in the cloud with power, great glory. This is my opinion. Seven angels in a cloud testify. He's alive. He's a risen Savior. He's a mighty God. People say, are you telling me that he's coming in the cloud? Is that Revelation 10.1? Well, you read it yourself. Because my next scripture says, when these things begin to come to pass, lift up your head. For your redemption, draw nigh. Amen. I'm ready to take off my coat, and that would be a dangerous thing because I normally don't take my coat off. And Daniel, in the book of Daniel, understood by the reading of the books that the time of the prophecy is to be fulfilled. If anything has been said to you this morning, saints of God, realize that you are in the middle of prophecy being fulfilled. You're in the middle of it. I, I, Daniel, understood by the reading of the books. Well, so have I. And mine are getting worn out. Aren't you wondering what I'm going to read? The devil is howling about this. Because when she realizes what is in her, when she realizes who she is at the beginning of this, then the rapture takes place. And the devil's howling about it this morning because if you catch her revelation... That you are now not written in stone with the Ten Commandments. But God, by the finger of his word, has written his word in your heart. And now you're a living epistle. Manifested. Oh, the devil's telling about this. The manifested truth of the promise of the word in her alone. It's not in the world. It's in her alone. Yeah, I watch you, I'll watch you all up there. Somebody, I, I was telling the brothers the other day, I can't see, when I'm standing here, I can hardly see the balcony because I'm short. Surprise, surprise. But if I move back, aha, I can see you now. Hmm. Isn't that wonderful to be in the house of the Lord? So now he says, the manifested truth of the promise of the word is in her alone. Hmm. Hmm. So then if I've got the manifested word, why would I have a problem with drinking? Dope smoking. Why would I allow any devil in my home? 
any unbelief in my home. I'm the high priest of my home. I told my boys when they were growing up, whatever your problem is, you leave it out the door, but don't you bring it in the home. Brother Brown said to Billy Paul, if that's the way you're going to live, you're going to have to leave because this is God's house. If he was straight, how are you? Amen. He stood alone. Everybody listening? He stood alone. His church stands alone. Mm-hmm. He stood alone. His church stands alone. I told my boys when we did, we did a, I'll never forget it, because their little eyes were just like saucers when we were around the kitchen table. And I was saying, well, boys, you never know. Noah had three sons, and it just might be us. I don't know whether it was Joel, Michael, or Sam. They said, only us? She stands alone. You just have to believe that you're one of them. People say, oh, people are moving away. Go ahead. Ooh, that got a good one, too. I'm counting the, the, the lead bombs. I got two today. It doesn't matter, saints. Be happy. Just be happy. But I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to hear the word I'm hearing. I'm thrilled to know I'm in the rapture. I have to look for something. I got something. She'll stand alone. She's not hooked with nothing. But he was identified by God being the body that God dwelt in. And the church is identified by his body. Doing the same thing. Doing the same thing. Anybody need a healing this morning? Our God is here to touch you. Anybody need a deliverance this morning? God's here to deliver you. Amen. We pray with intent. Isn't that not right, brothers? Brother Victor, we pray with intent. When we pray in that prayer meeting, we pray with intent. We missed you last week. What was going on there? Were you away? Oh, you don't have to answer. You don't have to tell 500 people. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> this manifested truth is the promised word. And she and she alone stands by it. You just determine I'm a she. This is not a gender identity crisis. Come on. Come on, bride. We know who we are. She stands alone. She's an elected lady. They might have their it's and thou's and that's and whatever. But we know in whom we have beliefs. Amen. Now, now, she is now. Rise, now, she, Tom, my brain is going too fast. She is now risen. Come on. You had an Easter. We've had an Easter. We've had a rising of the sun. He said she is risen. She is now risen by the power of the vindicated word. Hallelujah. God in flesh again. 
The omnipotence of God living in a people again. Woo. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> you might as well get used to it. We're going to be doing it over there. Yes, sir. She is now risen by the power of the vindicated word promised to her. Praise the Lord, Brother Milko. You're going to rise out of that wheelchair. My prophet said you put a vision of a totally healed person before you. And you walk into that vision. I'll take that quote over another quote. Impossible. All things are possible. We serve a risen Savior. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, amen. Man, Sister Karen, this is where I wanted to go. I've been trying to go there for five services. And I'm not even going to touch it hardly. Ezekiel's dry bones. Brother, when that prophet prophesied over the Fraser Valley... I knew some of you might get it. Will these bones live again? Will they live again? Thou knowest, son of man, prophesy. Will this bride rise up? Amen. The son of man's already prophesied. You have risen. Hallelujah. He said, you're already resurrected on the inside, waiting for the outside to manifest what's on the inside. We are in rapture season. Glory, Peter. This is what we believe. Remember the Wednesday night you got saved. Yes, sir, at this little altar. Come walking in this church. You're still here. Glory. We have four sons. And do we have five? No, I had three. I'll take more than four. I'll take five. You got to believe who you are. That ark was prepared by the word of the Lord. You know what Brother Bram said? The reason why they didn't get in the ark? Because they didn't know what rain was. That's a good thought, huh? They didn't understand what rain was. Got another one coming. He says, so did Pentecost does not know what the rain is. And we had a prophet build an ark. And they didn't know what the rain was happening. The animals came in. But the world stood by. And I'm so glad that I can say. I'm one of them. The lion hath roared. Who can but prophesy. Where are we? <laughs> you know what? I love it. Why? I'm just wondering why these brothers went quiet on us. We do not have a clock in this church. They, a brother said the other day, he says, I go into any other church, there's a clock on the wall. But there's no clock in this church. Is that good? But then they told me, move your pages, Tom. I said, I can't. <laughs> it's right there. I don't even know it's there. Huh. Anyway, I digress. 
Are you ready for a last quote? Musicians, please get come. There will be a millennium. Amen. If Daniel could understand by the reading of the book, surely there's you and I that can read the message Shalom. Where Brother Bram said we're at another junction time. And every time there's a junction, omnipotence comes down. And I want to let you know omnipotence has come down in this generation. And there's another beat to this junction. You. Hallelujah. There will be a millennium. Who's going to the millennium? Just like you booked your dinner at the 50th year jubilee. And you had to put your name on the book. But in this book, you didn't put your name on. He put your name on. Jesus reserved your spot. And nobody can take your spots. There will be a millennium. There'll be a marriage supper. There will be a rapture. There will be a change in the body. We are the manifested written epistles read and known of all men. Where did the rays go? Well, they must have gone on another holiday. What do you mean another? Well, that went over good. Three. There will be a millennium. My goodness, who's speaking here? It's not Brother Branham. There will be a millennium. The old will be young. Amen. Forever. I am that written epistle, Brother Richard. We're going to be blonde again. No, you're reddish a little bit. We're, 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 can't remember now. So long ago. The old, I'm not looking at you, Brother Richard, will be young forever. Sickness will fade away. Death will be no more. Glory, Sister Elizabeth. Death will be no more. There's going to be a uniting time. Glory. Prophesied. Spoken. And now written. Manifested. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. The wolf will lay by the lamb. And shall feed together. Won't that be a sight, Sister Debbie? <laughs> All I know is timber wolves. One looked at me and I thought I was going to be a supper. Wolf and the lamb shall feed together. The lion shall eat straw with the bullock. A child shall lead them around. There will be innocence. There will be nothing to hurt. We'll be changed from what we are now to the glorious image of the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Which is immortal. You know what I get sick and tired of? You thought I was going to finish. You know what I get sick and tired of? Advertisements. I don't care what airport you go to, 
what magazine is on some lawyer's thing. But they got this thing called Marvel. Marvel Comics. And they've now made, I think they make gross more in comic book imagination than they do in just real life stories. And now they have a group called the Immortals. Ichabod. Nonsense. Garbage. Satan is filling their minds with nonsense. There are only one group of people that are immortal. That is who's sitting in here and around the world. Don't you let your children fill their minds with that garbage. There's no immortals outside of Jesus Christ. And in him you are immortal. They looked at the supermans and the superheroes. I'm looking at supermen and superwomen. I'm looking at a super church. Don't fill your mind with such garbage. There will be a millennium. There will be a change. There, you will be young again. You'll be changed from what you are now into the image of the Son of God, which is immortal. Years can never touch you. There will never be an age again. As he is the immortal Son of God, we are at the end to be with him. God is amongst his people. I did have a song in my mind. I am thinking of a rapture on that blessed home on high. Did I hit it? Our gathering in.
somebody here that wants to hear this sound I think it was D.L. Moody one day had maybe a service like this and thought he'd just close and wouldn't give an opportunity for somebody to give their life to Christ that was the last service Chicago saw had because the Chicago fires the people had never gathered again we talk about a rapture and that blessed home on high and yes there is and yet there's some here that need to know that they need Christ 
to make that rapture. And whether it's this service or whether it's Wednesday or whether it's another service, you don't have to wait. You can get your heart right with God right here, right now. And you don't have to wait. And you can hear the voice of the resurrection that you've been hearing this morning with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. Want to give opportunity, whether it's be a young child, whether it be an elder, whether it be a young person, be somebody that doesn't have Christ this morning. And you just want Jesus Christ to be Lord and Savior of your life. And you just want to lift up your heart to Him this morning. Say, God, I need a born-again experience by the fire of your presence. Heavenly Father, I never want to miss an opportunity for a son and daughter of God that have not come to their place yet. Give them opportunity, Lord, too. Say, that's what I so desire. I've so lacked it in my life. There is a catching away. There is a rapture. There is a change of the body. There is a millennium. But there also is a place called hell. And so, Lord, we preach the gospel and pray, God, that you could reach within the heart of those that are yours. Turn them around by the miraculous hand of Almighty God. So, Lord, if there be one, Lord, and maybe two, that would want to lift up their hearts and lift up their hands and say, Lord, have mercy on me. I receive you as my God, my Lord, and my Savior. Forgive me, Father. May you deal with hearts, deal with lives. Lord, we spoke a little message this morning the precious blood of the Lamb, of the written epistles read and known of all men, part three. I pray, Lord, there's something said that would provoke, stir up, or encourage your people. We ask, Lord, these things in the name of Jesus Christ that you will go with each and every one, Lord. We'll sing this closing song and may it be to your glory anyone here father you're dealing with and would desire the prayer of salvation we would love to pray with them this morning we ask it all in the precious name of Jesus Christ amen I hear
seen you all here this morning amen all gathered around in your places with sunshiny faces may the Lord Jesus bless you keep you in the days that lay ahead I'm not an alarmist all I know is things are going to get tighter and stronger your only place of safety is in Christ Jesus, this living word. Find yourself a man, not in your ability to try and bail yourself out. But run to the word of God, for he'll have the answer for your situation. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.